Hey guys, I want to welcome you to the weekly Wednesday for the Financial Freedom Newsletter, where every week, every Wednesday, we delve into something inspirational, motivational, something excerpt taken from the Financial Freedom Weekly Newsletter. Wherever you are, if you're listening on Spotify, on iTunes, Google, be sure to click the like, subscribe, share, comment. Without ado, let's get into the show. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey guys, welcome to this week's podcast episode for the Financial Freedom Podcast. And I'm your host, Dr. Christopher Liu. I'm always scouting, looking for entrepreneurs, people on the cutting edge, making an impact, changing the world. So today I have a special guest, Nikki Lubing, and she's an educator turned entrepreneur who helps homeschool students take their foreign language skills from zero to fuego, which I assume means, you know, hero. So um, it's going to be a fantastic conversation. Um, it's going to be talking about language and teaching and uh, teacherpreneur, and I'm happy to get this show started. So Nikki, welcome. Thanks for the introduction. Thanks for having me. Um we had connected through Podmatch, and you have an interesting bio because I'm always looking for people that are taking their previous or existing skill sets and making, creating their own future. So tell us more about your origin story and how you got started. Absolutely. I was a public school teacher from 2005 to 26, and I primarily taught high school Spanish. I also taught middle school Spanish in a bilingual environment, teaching English as a second language. And then after I did my middle school job for four years, that's when I quit in 2016. And I really did not have a plan. (laughs) I just knew that the public school system was no longer for me. I really wanted to create, have more creativity and freedom in my work. And I love teaching. I never stopped loving teaching and working with students. I just wanted to make an impact on the students in a way that was a ser- you know, a service to them. And so then I was looking for online jobs for whatever reason. I know it wasn't as popular at the time back in 2016, but I started there just out of curiosity, I suppose. I probably applied to about 50 online schools. And the first one that actually got back to me was VIP Kid, which is was based in China. And so I started with teaching English as a second language. And I did that for about four years for a couple different companies based in China, one in Taiwan. And I ended up really getting into my entrepreneurial spirit, spirit using that because I was able to recruit other teachers and each teacher I recruited I would typically earn around $100 and there was bonuses with that. And so I started my YouTube channel and I became kind of a pillar in the community. People would watch my videos and learn how to get hired. 
And I even got invited to Taipei because of all that. They saw the work I was doing and then they invited me to their 20-year anniversary at iTutor Group, which is another ESL company I worked for. But then in 2020, you know, things changed between the U.S. and China. And after a while, 2020, China just basically shut out foreign teachers. And Mm -hmm. I kind of foresaw that coming. Yeah. And with that foresight, I shifted to another platform called OutSchool. Mm-hmm. And that platform serves primarily homeschool students. But then when 2020 hit, they served everyone because all the kids were at home. And so obviously there's much more reach. However, um, so I shifted back to Spanish. And that's now I'm I created an organization on that platform. Yeah. So if you think of like a real estate broker, they have their own business, but they're utilizing a platform that exists. So that's kind of how you could look at OutSchool. Um, it's still my business, but they do a lot of the advertising and marketing for me. Uh-huh. Um, and so now I'm finally at this point where I'm bringing on other teachers. It's not just me teaching. So mm. it's an interesting, interesting shift. And so you're teaching, so you're basically leveraging online platforms, uh, basically creating communities and then going into people that sign up for this platform primarily for homeschool. Yes. So, and the the way OutSchool works is a lot different than what I was doing for the Chinese companies. That was definitely more a mix of me just teaching and and they provided the students and then I recruited teachers and I also created a course. So um, I taught other teachers how to kind of create their own teaching business. Mm. Um, So I had that for a while through Kajabi. I don't know if you've heard of Kajabi. It's a a platform where you can create courses. And then, um, but when I shifted to OutSchool, now it's more really focusing on homeschool families, like I said. And then, so it's like, you know, K to 12, but I focus on eight to through middle school primarily. Um, but I'm going to a homeschool convention because I really want to work towards bringing in my own people, not just mm. relying on the platform. Yeah. Um, but this, they do a lot of Facebook ads for us. So there's value in, in working with them. They do take about 30% of the pay. They uh-huh. take exactly 30% of the pay. Um, but it is worth it when you know how much money goes into advertising because I've tried Facebook ads in the past. I've done them in the past and I know high price that can be. Um, So I definitely appreciate that. But yeah, it's been an interesting journey for sure. That's very interesting. You know, the foreign language aspect is one thing. And, um, but uh, I've always been passionate about education because, um, because I I realized that in order to kind of make it in this world, I had to play by the rules, but then um, eventually you hit a breaking point where it's like either, stay with the dying system or you go and create your own thing so which is what you sounded like what you did and we all know um we all know education healthcare, finance transportation you know all these legacy industries um people are waking up and realizing that you know they're they're not they're not doing a good job anymore when you see uh education uh because i know for example, I support Khan Academy, and uh, are you seeing more students doing this? More students becoming homeschooled? 
there was, uh, I think there was a report in the Wall Street Journal yesterday where majority of Americans think college is not worth it anymore. They can go out and create, you know, do their thing. So uh, what do you, what are your, where do you see this education landscape? Homeschooling is definitely skyrocketing. It's growing massively. Mm. So, you know, parents really want to take their children's education into their own hands. And homeschooling has so many avenues and ways that people can go about doing it. Mm. There's, they call it unschool, (laughs) kind of not using that traditional method at all. Yeah. There's world schooling. Um, there's all these different ways to do it. So yeah. I do feel that I'm in a in a really sweet spot in that regard in doing this type of work. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. It's very interesting how uh, people are adjusting to educating their kids. Like I said, education is especially United States, we're falling behind China and Taiwan and Korea, all these other countries, they they're basically outsmarting our, our kids so then what happens is the government ends up banning these <laughs> they try to kick out the competition and try to you know insulate and instead of trying to innovate and get better so uh, with these platforms are you seeing a higher growth are like people more onboarding to this after covid um what are you seeing that's a good question there was definitely a peak in 2020 2021 and it has maybe leveled out if you want to call it that um where the kids who were doing it just be at home during covid have gone back but then there's the way it's leveling out now is the people that are all in on homeschooling so yeah there was a bit of a loss with the kids who went back to school but i still see the whole homeschool community in general growing. So I think I'm still going to be seeing that kind of go back up again over the years here. So, and I also have after school students that I serve too. Mm -hmm. So, and that's part of why I want to, I am growing my team so I can have people in different States because I have a lot of students from California reach out to me. I'm in Illinois. And I can't really serve them in the after school hours because they might want a class at seven o'clock and that's nine o'clock for me. It's that's why I really, you know, need those teachers in in the Pacific time zone that could work with students at those times. And the other thing is uh, the other thing is foreign language. The best way to learn foreign language is to go into that country and talk to people, you know, experience the culture, you know, and um you know, as opposed to sitting down and, you know, but, uh, with your platform. So my question is, um, if you could integrate these foreign language courses and then, uh, are these, a lot of these home students, are their parents like taking them on experiences and trips? Like if you teach, you know, Spanish, are they taking them to Latin America and they can, um, you know, live in that country for months and, uh, you know, hop on your platform, you know, get some lessons, go out and apply it. What do you, what, what are your thoughts on that? The way that my program works right now, I would say is definitely more for the convenience of adding in a language Mm -hmm. because my classes right now are typically once a week for 25 minutes for the group classes. So that's serving people who kind of want to dip their toe in and, and get 
access to foreign language that they can't get at home. Mm-hmm. But then I also have tutoring students who will sign up for multiple days a week, and they are very serious about taking their language to the next level and really, whether it's taking it to the next level to prepare them for high school. I have elementary students who want to prepare for middle school and really become immersed. So it really varies, I would say, by family. And in terms of immersion, there are different schools of thought on how to learn a foreign language, just like anything else. And my approach is, I would say, in the middle. I do a bit of the traditional style and then incorporate that immersion, too. Uh-huh. And then I have, you know, teachers that I've been interviewing now. I'm looking for those teachers who do more of the immersion style too. So parents have that choice. I want a menu of classes for my parents to be able to choose from based on what their preferences are, because everybody does have a different preference. And that's the beauty of homeschool. You yeah. can do what you want, do it your way <laughs> and what works for you and your, your child. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh yeah. It- yeah, it's a meritocracy. So you, whatever way, you know, there's, you know, the, there's millions of means, the final end is, you know, can you do well in life and be, you know, happy, productive citizen and, uh, or, and yeah, which, which is interesting. Cause like, like my nephew, um, he's half Korean and his parents take him out, um, of school one week before the end so that they can, he can go to Korea and like learn and, and it's much more valuable than, you know, staying in the school and, you know, five days and, and do, you know, whatnot. But um, last week of school, we know there's nothing going on, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it's better, better use of time and money to like actually be in a place where you're actually like immersed and experiencing things. And, you know, yes. really, that's where the best learning is. So um what what is your philosophy on education? Are you trying to disrupt it like uh, Sal Khan? You know, really Khan Academies, you know, turned a lot of heads. And, uh, and yes. this is very interesting. So, <laughs> Okay, so what's interesting, I don't think I said my company name. You said Nikki Lubing, but I'm from Skillibration. That's my, my the company that I own. <laughs> and so my mission and vision with Skillibration is to not only teach foreign language, but I will be adding on other skills as well. So when I named my company, I was really thinking, how can I incorporate the word skill? And uh, and skills are something to celebrate. So that's why it's skillibration. Yeah. Um, and for now, I'm saying, you know, skills are learning a foreign language is a skill to celebrate. But over time, I want to add in those skills that kids typically don't get in school, such uh, as entrepreneurship, financial literacy, emotional intelligence. So yes, I will be disrupting the <laughs> typical traditional schools and learning style. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I still cease to amaze me how why schools do not teach entrepreneurship or financial literacy and still teaching, you know, stuff from the forties and fifties, you know, just exactly. really irrelevant, irrelevant stuff. And it's like, that's why I'm so passionate about education, but um, everybody's doing it in different ways. So uh, it's very interesting. How can people uh, contact you, follow you, visit your website, reach out to you? You can find me at Skillibration. So it's skill A and Bration. So just how it sounds. And then uh, Nikki at Skillibration. 
And once you go to skillbration.com, if you click the connect page, you can see all the social media and stuff too. Yeah. And for all the audience and listeners out there, let's thank uh, Nikki. Really intri- very interesting, um, solving a, a important need, teaching our kids, going out about it using technology, entrepreneurship, applying it through foreign language. Very fascinating discussion. All of Nikki's resources will be in links and show notes. She's on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, and YouTube. Check those out. And with that, thanks so much, Nikki, for coming on to the show. Thanks for having me. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. listening if you liked it be sure to like comment share subscribe we're on everywhere spotify itunes google amazon audible and without much ado be sure to thank this show's sponsors and we'll see you next